0: Here's your host, Carissa Sims.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Hilary Caesar. Hillary is an award-winning entrepreneur featured on the reality show Secret Millionaire who helps women turn typical life transitions into transformation. De Caesar's latest book, Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life, newly revised as of January 2023, exciting, details her proprietary 3HQ method so women can combine their head, heart, and higher self, I love it, a spiritual entrepreneur, to create new brain patterns that shed limiting beliefs. So I understand your mom's wisdom inspired you to create this method. Welcome, Hillary. Tell me, tell me more about that.
2: Oh, you know what? It's so great to be here, and I think that you and I are very much on the same wave. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it is an interesting story in regards to why and how I wrote this book it came out of my mom actually getting very sick and my the women in my family have always lived into the early hundreds so for that's amazing
1: it's it's incredible
2: i I mean it is truly amazing and incredible and i have to say that you know i just assumed that my best friend my mom was going to be here for at least another 30 years and
1: You're like, we have good genes. She's
2: going to yeah, be we got, You know, it's like one of those identities. I had the identity of this, you know, person that's going to live, you know, into, you know, 105, 106, just like all the other women in my family. And all of a sudden she is uh, diagnosed very out of the blue with colon cancer stage four. And it really, I mean, just rocked us all and ended up that she had a 14 month, battle with it and lost um and it wasn't because she didn't go and get tested she was like we come from a a line of doctors you know i mean my mom was on top of all that they just they missed it and it was um you know a, a really tough 14 months she moved in with us and we we journeyed back into her her life my life and we kind of brought it all together and during that process i i was able to crystallize a lot of things that i had believed my own belief system where things came from i you know i went back literally through the decades i'm like mom, mom where did that come from and why did i do that i had to very quickly get to the bottom of it and so um she died right before uh covid and I did not have the opportunity to do an eat, pray, love and go out and venture the world. And I didn't have a chance to, you know, go on to a, a hiking trail and, you know, kind of scream process. into the yeah. process, scream into the yeah. night. Yeah. And so it ends up that um, I was asked to write a chapter in a book and it was the beginning of me actually documenting a process that i've used for myself and i've used with literally thousands of my own of my own clients but i had never formally really put together and shared it and so with the book relaunch spark your heart to ignite your life that was my opportunity and i wrote it during you know complete lockdown when we couldn't even go outside and It was my way of processing it.
1: That's so interesting. Did you find that you learned a lot about your mom and your relationship together when she moved in with you? Because you guys were living separate before, right? Was she like a really independent woman and had her own life?
2: carissa you have no idea how independent this woman was (laughs) i mean it was well you're
1: pretty amazing so um, i can only imagine you know she raised you right i mean
2: she was definitely my inspiration along with my grandmother who crazy enough died two years before my mom died because again you know we live into the hundreds um and she really you know she was such an inspiration and because she was so independent there was nothing she couldn't do, and one of the things that she decided to do, I believe, when she was like early seventies, is that she always wanted to help people, and so she joined the Newport Beach, out in California, Newport Beach Police Department, and became the oldest female. I'm, sorry, I'm
1: laughing. It just I mean, sounds so really random.
2: The oldest female um volunteer police you know person and she got to wear you know the full uniform and she got she got to drive you know in the car and i mean she was in the parades waving and so she would um we we talked numerous times during the day and she was a, a single gal so she um really vicariously lived through my you know my my life and my life with my children and and she would say every once in a while she'd say hillary hillary you gotta stop you gotta stop talking because i have to go save newport so i will talk to you later (laughs) so great
1: you guys um, do you live in newport also
2: No, actually, I grew up in Los Angeles and I lived in the Bay Area for 25 years. And about a year and a half ago, it was a COVID decision. I moved to Boulder, Colorado.
1: (laughs) Oh, guess where I live? Lafayette, Colorado. Oh,
2: you are kidding. Okay, that is so great. We should have done this in person.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, but we'll have to have coffee another time and just chat on a personal level. I
2: because, would love that. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Um, okay, so my uh, we moved from LA. We lived in Lake Balboa in the Valley. I don't know if you know that area. Where did you grow up in LA? So
2: I grew up in the Brentwood area and my okay. husband grew up in Westlake.
1: Okay. Yep. West Westlake. Yep.
2: We, you know, we, we kind of live, we crossed all of, you know, LA and then he actually went to see you. I went to see you not Uh at the same, not at the same time. We did not know each other. But like when you met, that's like a really cool
1: thing to have in common.
2: You know, have you ever had that happen? It's like serendipitous. We, this is a second marriage. We've been together for about 10 years now. And it was one of those his dad's a doctor my dad's a doctor he grew up in LA he went to a school that was like you know kind of our our competitive school you know in Los Angeles so very oh. similar very similar kid like parents got divorced when when he got divorced he was single for seven years I was single for seven years I mean it's just like oh boom, my god And And then we both were, and then we both were buffs. We both went to University of Colorado. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay.
1: But how did you meet? How did you meet your husband?
2: So I have to tell you, I was raising money for one of my companies. And one of the guys that was there as a CEO raising money for his company, we just started chit chatting. And he said, um, he said, you know, how come at the time I was Again, I was pretty much married to my my companies yeah. and my kids. I didn't have, you know, a, and I was kind of like
1: off and on. You didn't dating. have a lot of time for dating. I or didn't have about a lot it, of time, probably. but I,
2: I was also dating all of the wrong guys, I must say. Oh, I mean, let's just, okay. let's just let's call a space. It, hey, it, I, it I, happened. And, and so I, this guy was
1: like, it happened.
2: Okay. This guy was so sweet. And he said, you know, you really should try to find someone in your local area because this business, I was dating someone across the country and no joke. I had tried.
1: <laughs> like, this, how about me?
2: this is almost embarrassing, but I'm, willing, I'm not? willing to go there because I actually put it into the book. I broke up with this guy, this guy that was, you know, on the East coast 11 times. Oh. So I was I know it's just so like really. I, it's okay. I, that's drama, a di-
1: you know. Drama. It's back a different. It's a, it. Yeah,
2: it was a different part of my life, and so this guy, this other CEO, said, "Listen, you really need to kind of move past this guy." And, and <laughs> when you're raising money and you're traveling, and you get to know the other people that are doing it too, you can actually. At the end, you're actually you're able to deliver their pitch because you've heard it <laughs> so many times. You're That's sitting around going. Like, so we were just talking and he said, you know, my wife's a matchmaker. And
1: his wife.
2: Uh, yeah, his wife was a matchmaker.
1: Oh, so at this point, and he I was tell you, really hitting on you.
2: No, but initially I thought he was.
1: Well, and yeah, I, just, I totally I thought was, so.
2: He was, he was asking me all these very personal questions and I didn't know his wife was a matchmaker. I didn't know he'd been hearing or ask all these questions to so many different clients. And so I did. And I'm like, he's got this wedding ring on and I'm like, very like taken back. Don't want to talk to him. And then he throws out this, okay, Hillary, this is getting ridiculous. You need to stop with that guy and you need to meet my wife, who's a matchmaker. And oh, by the way she has a Harvard MBA degree. I'm like, wait, what? That intrigued me in itself. Like, what? A matchmaker? She's gone to Harvard? I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. It ends up that she didn't handle the San Francisco Bay Area, which is so crazy. She handles Colorado. And I ended up meeting through this woman. I met Another gal, Harvard MBA, also a matchmaker. And she ended up introducing me to my husband and ready for this. It was three different guys that she introduced me to. It was the third guy. Eric was the third guy. And it was, it literally took six weeks from when I started, you know, working with her until I found Eric. And then it was, it was, it. that was, that was it. It was like, oh.
1: But can I ask, Eric wasn't the guy that initially said, oh, you need to date someone local. It's not the same. That
2: was the matchmaker's husband. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I thought maybe he left. Why for you? Yeah. cursing. you know, it's it's so funny because,
2: you know, i it i think initially i'm like you know then as soon as you said my wife's a matchmaker i'm like oh he's trying to bring in business for her
1: right, right. exactly exactly you
2: need to do this you need to do that but oh, i gotta I say so you he know he was
1: really he was really sincere about it that's really so was. sweet oh that's he amazing he
2: really was and you know what shannon out of san francisco shannon circle was um the gal that ended up introducing me and she is um she's still she's still making love matches and i have to say she's uh she she just nailed it it was you know one of those like wow it was a wow moment and ready for this i actually i actually was trying to avoid meeting eric because i was going into the summer and i we had a bunch of stuff going on with kids and i'm just like i don't have time for this and we ended you lived up meeting, in la you lived in you no know, he actually at that point was was in san francisco bay area Oh. And he and i were both going to be in san francisco but we both had plans that evening so we agreed to meet afterwards and we ended up meeting at like 11 59 p.m <laughs> <laughs> it's like who does this crazy like, you are- i felt a I felt a little bit like it was Cinderella right in the glass. I better get the heck out of there before I say something, (laughs) because I really thought he was a great guy. And I'm like, but is he a great guy? Because I've had a few glasses of wine. Yeah,
1: And he was cute. And you were attracted to him, too, because you're gorgeous. I mean, I'm sure guys are hitting on you all the time.
2: You know, you're very sweet. But yes, he is. He is. A good one on the outside and an even better one on the inside.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. And I'm sure you are as well. Your your heart.
2: Yeah, there's there's some big hearts here.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Just like on your book, your book cover. Yeah. So is it it's a firecracker or a match?
2: It's actually a match lighting a heart that's ignited because the whole idea is spark your heart to ignite your life. And if you think about it, spark your passion Mm. to ignite your purpose. And when I put spark your heart, it's like, where's that passion coming from? It's coming from your heart. Mm. And where's that purpose coming from the purpose of your life? And so I went, you know, kind of deliberated or back and forth around like, which one should I? I'm like, you know what? I want to spark. I want to spark people's heart because for so many of us right now, especially when there's global relaunches going on, and there's professional relaunches going on, and personal relaunches going on, there's there's a dullness that's happened in a lot of us. We've just you know become complacent on you know oh here's a, here's yet another thing that's happening in the world, in our business, and ourselves. And I wanted to show people that you know what. I've, there's always the ability to take a relaunch, a transition, and have it be a positive in your life and a positive transformation. And we've lost that. We've lost that connection to be able to, you know, have that happen. And I think your audience gets it. Your audience is, you know, one that's kind of you know already tapped into that spirituality. But it's not necessarily the spirituality around God. It's universe. It's that there's something bigger than us, and tapping into our higher self is is so critical because we've we just silenced our own inner voices for so long and you're you're seeing small indications that people are waking up to what i call 3hq as you said you know getting out of their head getting out of their own way tapping into their heart so that they can start to use the tools that are, are, you know, given to us when we're born and intuition is probably one of the biggest tools that is underused in all areas of your business and your life.
1: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So did you feel like you used intuition when you built your businesses? Tell me more about your personal journey. What businesses did you start?
2: Yeah. So I've started, um, I I worked at Oracle, you know, a high tech company in the Silicon Valley for a long time, almost 10 years.
1: Hey, if you don't know what Oracle, (laughs) so I'm sorry. I don't mean
2: yeah, you know what? That's really funny. As I say, that Oracle could be a lot of things to a lot of different people. Well, that's true. And
1: Oracle, yes, that's right, the company, the tech company, right? right. Yeah, the
2: the tech company, database, yeah. financial, manufacturing system, all that yeah. really incredible stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get to go on Larry Ellison's yacht? We actually
2: yeah. sailed by. can. You believe I never did? <laughs> I mean, what the heck? Oh, what the? Although <laughs> one of my friends dated him for a while, so you know oh my god so that's i didn't get to go on the yacht but there is this you know there is this idea around you know when you're when you're creating a lot of times um our our belief system as i said that i got into it with my mom like why do i believe this why did i why do i think this why do i have a story around this that makes no sense and as i was doing that i realized you know i've created businesses I've had, you know, a lot of a lot of different opportunities and coaching people and you name the industry, and I probably have touched in on it. But what I really what I really needed to do at, at one point is I had to spark myself. I had to ignite something that I knew I was not destined to be in corporate. I knew that I wanted to. And, you know, people say, I want to give back. I want to make an impact. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I really in like deep within me, when I light up, when I say, you know, I'm fired up, I'm excited to get up in the morning is when I am using 3HQ, when I'm using this method, when I'm teaching the method, when I'm teaching people, can I I just share with you the coolest thing? The coolest thing yeah. in the whole thing because really this is all blah 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 nobody nobody's really like oh this is so great but when it is great
1: I'll stop it it's well, interesting. Just, you know Very interesting Come
2: well on. but i don't want people to be like oh my gosh she's going down the path of you know how do you start the business but this oh no, we're talking
1: I, about something deeper
2: i think that this is the coolest part of what i give to people That you talk about that three H Q. You talk about getting out of your head, and and people a lot of times will say, "Well, how do you even start?" And I'll say, "You tune in," and it's the coolest part of the entire system. And so I I would love to explain
1: it. Yeah, can I take it? Yeah, kind of get into it because through it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
2: Okay. So I want you to think of something that's a challenge in your life. All right. I want you to think of something that's like kind of holding you back. Maybe it's in your business. Maybe it's, you know, just just something that you're like, oh, I just I haven't been able to get to where I thought I'd be at this point in my life because this just keeps happening. So as you're thinking about that, you're tuning in, you're tuning into what's going on in your life and there are thoughts around that challenge. There's emotions tied to that challenge. There's beliefs, there's stories. You know, you're, you might even be telling another story about a story right now that's going through. <laughs> so what hey, the,
1: how are you in my head? Yeah.
2: So the second step is, this is where we go for changing the channel. And I love, especially on your show, because changing the channel is not just you know in a car when we're changing the channel or on a tv it's literally changing that channel to the above and the way that i want you to do that is i want you to think of a song that really lights you up that when you think of it your mood goes from wherever you are you could be like you know in that that challenging state where i don't know how do you have a song that you're thinking of can you share that with us
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i guess it's a little bit inspired by your book firework by katy perry
2: oh firework is one of my favorites that is such a great song and <laughs> right now as i'm thinking about it i'm getting fired up so maybe you're a firework
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, so keep. i want your eyes shut i want you to feel that song i want you to sing that song i want you to be like in in your mind you're just taking that song in uh-huh. You're taking it all the way down to your toes. You're like tapping your toes. You're moving your body. And all of a sudden you go from a challenging state of like, or you know, either the, either that victim state, the blame state, like, this didn't happen because this should have, this could have, this would have, the blah, 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 all of that. And now with thinking about that song, you're elevating yourself. You're elevating your energy. Uh-huh. Literally moving yourself up that energy level. And when you do this, this is what's changing the channel. And now when I ask you, all right, what is the vision of really what you want? What are you really going for?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. What would that be? So you think about you have your challenge, you Mm -hmm. have your challenge that you thought of. Yeah. Then you have your change the channel. You have the song to elevate that because it's really interesting. Einstein said, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. You can't solve a problem at the level it was created. And I was always like, kind of you know, running up against that thought, thinking like, what really did he mean by that? And then it just clicked. It's like, in order for you to really move your business forward, your life forward, your relationships forward, and you're not satisfied with where you are, to think about it at that level, you're gonna get the same answers you always get. But if you elevate yourself, if you tune in, if you change the channel, then now that we are thinking about the vision, we're thinking at a higher level about what do I really want? You're defining it, you tune in again, you tune in again, you hear the fireworks on, you're like, yes. And then I ask you, what is that first step right now that you could take today to act on that vision? What would that smallest, the simplest step be?
1: And are you asking me to answer this?
2: <laughs> what? This is a real you know, process you're because you're I can. If you're comfortable yeah, sure. taking us through <laughs> oh the God. challenge to the vision, to the first step, I think it would be okay. so
1: impactful. Okay, yeah, I'll be vulnerable here. And, and just to clarify, for everybody, you know, when you're thinking about what you want, you might want to associate that feeling, right? The feeling and, and visualizing the outcome, not just like a situation or, or something like that.
2: Absolutely.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's, go,
2: let's go back to tune into the challenge. What was your challenge?
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed. It's um creating a landing page for an online course.
2: Perfect. Okay, <laughs> so this is a challenge you have. You yeah. then tuned in to change the channel yeah. because you're like, this is becoming like, you know, this landing page for this course yeah. is really it's just it's it's stopping me in my tracks. I'm not getting it done. So then you tuned in, you changed the channel with that song. And then you create the vision of what would that landing page for your course, what would that allow you to do? How would that make you feel, as you
1: said? I think it would make me feel free, like I did it. And, and a sense of like, yes, I moved through this mental block and um, was able to create something that I'd never done before
2: outstanding and so then i go back to katie back to fireworks and you're like okay think of that song again and what is that one step that you can commit to today small first step what could you do to get the momentum going
1: it's so interesting that i'm having this conversation with you because i feel like just on monday i decided enough of this (laughs) I didn't go through your beautiful process, but I just said, I'm ready universe. And then I have this download of intuition. So I'm telling you, because I have a meeting with this person tomorrow is to collaborate collaborate, have an affiliate because I'm meeting with this person who has built su- successful landing pages and one contest for getting like eight figures and one landing page. <laughs> and he reached out to me. And so, and, and I'm like, well, I just need to ask. I need to ask for help for this and, and guidance and to have a partner in, in this process so that I can learn the best way. So, so yeah, I, I, I don't know what I can do right now, but but it's already. Mm, kind of mm, hold right on. Forward. Okay. Hold on. Don't say that. Tune in. Tune in. What in can I say? Right now? Now. Oh, Tune I know. The- visualize, visualize what I'm going to say and maybe even write it down how I'm going to pitch him.
2: So here's what I want <laughs> you to do you've now tuned in, you have gone ahead and you have now said, hey, Probably I could visualize or write it down. Do you think writing it down for your meeting tomorrow would give you more clarity for him to move forward? Yes. Perfect. So are you willing to commit right now to that process to actually documenting? Again, it doesn't have to be a lot, but how much better would that meeting be if you, had, if you come into that meeting with those notes?
1: Yeah, it would be amazing. And you know, I just want to share something with the audience what's happening to me physically. My heart is really expanding and it's like connecting to your heart. I feel like I'm in this mm. loop like you're really um tuned in to me and what what I need in life and this process and everything. So, it's really interesting that I can just feel that happening. Mm. You know, I can too
2: on a spiritual level. And you can. And, you can too. Yeah. and when you said, well, you know, I can't really, you know, you start to push back. I could tell that again, that higher self, right? That, that higher self, the best version of you is saying, she knows, she knows, get her to tune in again, <laughs> bring the song back, she'll get there. And yeah. you know what, that's what, that's what it's all about. And that's why I think, you know, just watching you do this, i i can do this with and i do this literally you know 20 times a day this is it's you know people are like oh god I, I i'm not stuck anymore no and i love i there is you know this this great um kind of tony robbins first said you know you can never be stuck if you are moving forward even by like you know a centimeter you a know centimeter, you, yeah. it's, it's against the whole definition of being stuck Yeah,
1: i mean i never heard him say that but i, I haven't yeah. been to any of his seminars
2: yeah. You know, I have to say, I, I went to date with destiny about, gosh, you know, do you get that COVID, that COVID timing? Like, it's kind of like the two years you think, oh, it was, you know, about three years ago. And then you're like, but wait, then you had COVID the two years in there. And you're like, wait, was it really five years ago? Yeah. So I think, I think it was about, I think it was about four years ago. Yeah. I walked on, you know, the fire. I Okay. Go girl i i have to say it was pretty darn cool i enjoy anything motivational like that i love it i eat it up i have a retreat that i do once a year actually in boulder colorado girl (laughs) at the end of may and i like to put those wow moments i call them um you know dazzle and delight like like let's elevate ourselves let's you know let's have fun again and dance, music, that, that hits my heart. That's just like, if I can go there and I, and I do, and I just share another really ridiculous story.
1: Of course. You're being um... real, girl. That's what (laughs) I love.
2: (laughs) So every morning I wake up and I kind of assess where my energy is. And I think about my song for the day. What is it going to be? And I, I go through, like, you know, I have a whole, I have a whole repertoire of songs, and it, it crosses over every single genre. You, you have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm truly a, also a cross-generational girl. I like a lot of different songs. So I'll come down, and my husband usually gets up earlier than I do. I like to kind of have a little bit more time in bed to just reflect. And I'll go down, and I will dance and most of the time put the song on my phone and and i will dance you know about you know a minute of whatever song has come to me that i'm going to be really focused on for the day and here's the best part when i don't dance he knows he's in trouble
1: (laughs) oh yeah no song what do you mean by that what do you mean
2: so no song if i come down and i'm like "Mm, oh mm," no. Oh yeah. You don't get a dance today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you do not. You're you're in the doghouse. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. I have to say it does not happen often, but he knows he'll be like, uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. what have I done? <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> oh God, it's
1: oh my gosh. That's great. That's great. I, I love that, that you get your groove on and you know, it's really healthy for you too. It actually, obviously any type of exercise is healthy, but there's something about like the shaking and moving that um, activates the circulatory system and the lymph system. So it's really uh, good for your immune system too not not only your emotional energy um mm. so anyway
2: i love it yeah i you know there's not if there's music on most likely you'll see me like my body's moving or i'm getting up and i'm dancing it's hard yeah. for me to stay still
1: yeah that's awesome so is the process over <laughs> yes
2: yes, you have <laughs> gone through the <laughs> process half closure You have officially tuned in. That is the first part in the head when people say, how do I even start 3HQ? That's the first step. And then I've got, oh, gosh, I've got so many amazing different ways. You know, we talk about um, I was a psychology major and I have a degree in psychology. And then I've been studying neuroscience for about 10 years. And one of the things that I have been able to do with all of You know, the incredible people that I've surrounded myself with is that I've come up with a term called bugs, beliefs, underground surfacing bugs. We all have bugs, every single one of them. I know it sounds gross. We do. Uh These are those limiting beliefs. And you can't just will your way i you know am not going to be thinking that anymore i am you know not going to be going through life you know feeling like you know i'm not good enough i'm just not going to do it and you know unfortunately your brain's not wired that way and we're hard wired and so in order to break that hard wire i have a process and it's called the belief blaster and it takes time and it takes work but tuning in allows for instant instant relief but it's only topical (laughs) it's not getting to the root it's not getting to the bug it's not getting there but it certainly allows you to go throughout your day
1: Oh, that sounds wonderful. I love that. So everybody, you have to get her book, relaunch, and learn more about these processes or go to her retreat in folder. And I'll make sure to include your website and how to buy your book in the in the show notes. But okay, I'm gonna go back. I'm not gonna let you get away without your story. I want to hear a little bit more. So we started talking about how you worked at Oracle. Were you what were you doing there? Were you a programmer? What were your skills and uh mm. what's your job there?
2: Yeah. So I actually was in the speaking this it was the sales group, but I sold okay. financials and manufacturing systems. Okay. So I was the sophisticated. one
1: Sophisticated,
2: you know, I was the one that was doing, you know, general ledger, fixed assets, accounts receivable, and then, you know, supply chain management and okay. MRP. I mean, all of those really exciting things. <laughs> I
1: was, <laughs> okay. That's I was so doing awesome. That. And then what and I inspired managed, you, you, know, your, you know, to start your business? Like what was your business?
2: So it was really interesting. I um, was coming into almost my 10th year at Oracle and the president, Ray Lane, who I'd worked very closely with at Oracle, left to go to a um, a venture capital firm called Kleiner Perkins. And he called me up and said, you know what? Is there any chance you could come over here and do a three-day workshop to help the to help every single one of the companies that we've invested in really gain clarity around growing their business.
1: Oh, that's Um, amazing. Like, heck yeah, that's what
2: I love to do. I love it's relaunch to revenue. It's like growing your business wherever you are. And there were people that were just starting out with their, you know, Mm just I got a great idea to, they were well into the eight figures, nine figures. And it was just, you know, I realized that, there is so much that foundationally we all need to know no matter where you are because sometimes we we can jump start the business and all of a sudden we're you know we're really doing well and then we have a quarter that we're not it's like what happened things were going so great or we're you know trying to get to that six figure and then we hit the wall and it's like i call it in the book hell in the hallway where all of a sudden you're like, what is going on? Which door can I open? And we start to try every single door, right? We're opening up everything. You know, we're we're joining every course. We're doing this, we're doing that. But the foundation hasn't been established, that core foundation. And so I like to take entrepreneurs through a, a process to create their core no matter where they are in their business cycle and break through those revenue ceilings that you're actually putting on yourself.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So that was your first business. You did consulting for VC firms helping I,
2: grow I, I did. It was called it was called White Space Inc., INK oh, cool. like ink. Like you have this big white space and, yeah. and where do you start? Where do you start? Uh, yeah. And so that was my first company. And then it moved into, I did that for almost five years with this other fabulous gal. And then I I really wanted to create something on my own. So I started a company to keep uh, girls safe online. And that was oh. called, um, it was called Girl Ambition. And then oh. as we... Oh. Got an acquisition offer, and then we were going to be um, continuing just the girls. And then the boys were like, "But wait a second, we're keeping girls safe. What about boys?"
1: Yeah, what about boys? Did you and get so funding for that business, or I you did. only got acquired?
2: Okay, no, it was great. So then we created a company um, with the boys and the girls. Oh, got and, it. and I got almost ten million dollars for that. And then in the book, I actually share, and you had you had mentioned intuition actually share a story where i was on the the edge of niagara falls literally (laughs) the edge of niagara falls and i was looking down at the falls and i got this intuitive hit like get the hell away from the the edge and there was a, a guy that was on my board um that was right next to me as i turned around he was not even like six inches away and i'm like what you know, oh my God. And I kind of pushed away and I, I got away from that. And I was just like, I could not get away from that feeling, that feeling of being very unsafe. And, you know, no, I can't prove to you that, you know, that he was intentionally trying to do that. I can't do that. But I can tell you that through situations, the company ended up, um, he literally brought the company down and Um. about, Two weeks after the company was dissolved, I got a call from the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, yeah. and they said, we're investigating this man, and we think that, you know, he might have been doing a Ponzi scheme with your company, and he ended up getting three years in federal prison for wow. doing that. So, you know, who knows, but um, it it really, and, and when my mom was passing, I I she was very aware of this whole situation what happened and we went through it again. And I just say, you know, I didn't, at that point before I wasn't trusting my intuition, I was hearing it, but I wasn't listening to it. And, you know, there were many times where it was trying to tell me something and I misinterpreted it. And so that's part of a, quite a bit of what I, I really like to get people to be able to understand how they're interpreting, interpreting things,
1: mm. perhaps
2: a little off.
1: Mm, right. And sometimes we can think, and this is my opinion, our intuition can be off though. You know, I mean, they say, follow your intuition, but sometimes people can have layers of patterns that are blocking like the truth, the, the divine truth within your soul. At least that's my opinion is that sometimes, yes, we can have that like emergency, like fight or flight. That's real. That is for real. When you felt it, you were standing there and, and, you know, but some of the other things that might be a little less urgent may not be so clear anyway that's my opinion about it
2: and and i i agree to a point where i actually think your intuition is always spot on it's your interpretation of what happened that's not so are you interpreting it based on your stories your beliefs mm. versus really tuning in really going for that you know when you're when you're in with your head and your heart, and you're having them work together, then you tap that higher self. And that's where the intuition you're like, and once you start to really trust, it's, it's a habit, it's a form, it's like, you start to trust your intuition, and your intuition starts to give you more and more and more. And that's where I think the magic starts to happen with 3HQ, because then you're not going on the outside for answers. You know, how many times, this is so great, how many times have you gone to one person and said, I really want your opinion? And they give it to you. And you're like, meh, I think I'll go to someone else because I want another opinion because it really wasn't exactly what you wanted to hear. So then you go to that second person, you know, I really want your opinion. And they say, it, and you're like, ah, that, that, yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. That's really good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, totally. And it's so funny. Cause I was like, God, do I ever ask? I ask on my show because I want the audience to hear, but I'm always like, Oh no, I'm going to do <laughs> what my heart, wants, my intuition says.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my
1: gosh. That's so insightful. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. I love your insight on that. And okay. Let's talk about secret millionaire. Were you asked, how did that come about? How were you asked to be on the show?
2: So that was an interesting time. It was during the time at that same company. And we were doing so many incredible things um, to highlight kids' uh, internet safety. Just like it was, you know, the concept was probably a little ahead of its time. But what we were, year was that? Uh, this was, I would say, uh, that's really interesting. So probably <laughs> probably 20 14 2013 2014 okay. yeah so it was when it was when facebook first announced um that they wanted to do something for under 13 year olds and we had already been doing it for two or three years so we were definitely on the cutting edge of the technology and it was really you know we were seeing a lot of growth we were seeing a lot of momentum as i said with you know investors and all of a sudden, you know, you do, you, you put yourself out there. I was on a few of the morning shows and we got contacted by Shark Tank and we got contacted by Secret Millionaire and I chose Secret Millionaire um, not because I liked the title, not because I thought that that was, you know, I'm like, oh God, the title is terrible, but I like the premise of going and helping um, companies that don't have the funds kind of gain notoriety through what they're doing. And they had come to me saying, we're gonna make sure that it ties into your love of children, education, safety. And they did, and I was able to highlight numerous, you know, four different, Um, CEOs, Uh, one was this, uh, kid who was, you know, not even like 10 years old, who was going out and feeding the homeless and, um, the homeless children and giving them like, you know, some of the gifts that they've never, ever received like teddy bears. And, and then there was another, um, who had lost their child, through um leaving the the child in the car and one of the other kids you know got up and the child rolled out and and ended up dying and we created a um place of you know memorial for that child and another was a um a horse ranch that helped kids with um equine therapy
1: oh i love (laughs) it that's huge here in colorado right
2: it is and it it's just so incredible I got to know so much more about the horses and the connection there and then the last group that I did was, they were the ones that are um, called when either a parent or children pass and having families deal with it so these groups were so impactful they were so incredible and so i chose that one over shark tank because i kept thinking you know if all of a sudden um you know they they start to push us on the show about you know yeah things like you know the 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 people that are coming on and you know really doing bad things online i'm like i don't want to get into all that and the safety and trying to help people understand that in a minute segment so i thought this way i'm really going to get smart yeah it could have been i mean mark cuban was you know on there and they were trying to convince me oh he loves to invest in companies like this but i thought you know Uh I only have such a short amount of time. There's no way I'm going to be able to get to the real issue of what I'm trying to do. But on the show, Secret Millionaire, I was able to. I was really able to talk about, you know, some of the things. Yeah, it was really, it 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 was a really great experience. It really was. Reality TV, you know, I mean, for what it's worth, you know, 99% of it is really bad, but this was, this was, there were some beautiful stories and not some, all of them, all beautiful people that I really connected with. One of the women, if you can believe this ended up, uh, being, um, in our wedding and she was one of the speakers and delivered this beautiful, beautiful, you know? Yeah. So I really,
1: do you know, Allie Brown? Do you know Allie?
2: Yeah, you know what? She was at uh, the, the. She was the
1: episode right before me. Oh, she was okay. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, you know her. Yeah, I mean, not that well, but I yeah. met her a few times, and yeah. I she was on that show, so I was just. She was on right know. before
2: I was. Oh, and that's I did not. They didn't ever bring us all together. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. But
1: it was. Um, it sense. was a
2: really yeah. It was a. It was a great experience. That's
1: great. That's great. So what is Zen success to you?
2: Mm, I would say it's three HQ. When you can three HQ you, when you can, um, again, get to a place where you're sparking your heart to ignite your why, why are we even doing the things we're doing? And these people that are like, you know, well, I have to do it because it's just, you know, what I've always done. Life is super short. And again, I've seen it taken away. Um, Right after my mom died, my dad started getting sick and the book, if you can believe this came out June, uh, 6th, which was a Monday and no, I'm sorry, June 8th and June 8th was a Thursday and 2020, 20, no, 2023, 2022, 2022. Okay. And my mom died or my dad died two days before. So my mom, my mom died, then my dad died, right? So I kind of look at like the book as bookends. I have the relaunch, you know, with my mom's life journey. And then I had this, wow, the book is finally coming out. And my dad dies, you know, a couple days before. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of symbolism there. There's a lot of unpacking that I still probably need to do. But I feel like um, you know, they call the the Gen X, the sandwich generation right we've got parents we've got kids we've got all these different you know we're being asked to be everything to everyone and it, you know unfortunately life is going to hit you with relaunches and it's how you get through them and it's what you can do with the experience because some experiences you think it's going to flatten you out and you're not going to be able to survive and I got to tell you, whether it's my own stories or the stories of my clients, um, yeah, you can survive and you can, you know, I know it's trait, but you can, you can thrive because, you know, when you when you think about, um, really silver linings of life, I'm, I can now really explain and serve people on a different level with 3HQ. Because of what I've been through.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I just feel so touched by your story because my dad had cancer and lived Mm -hmm. with me for 18 months before he passed on. And it was such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Of course, I was sad, but my kids got to know him and he would never, he was so, had so much pride, he would never have. Mm -hmm moved in with me if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for that so i i totally feel you my Mm -hmm. heart goes out to you and my
2: heart goes out to you
1: thank you thank you so much it's been such a pleasure getting to know you and hearing about your book read lodge and 3hq and i'll put your website and how to connect with you in the show notes so thanks hillary for being on my show
2: thank you so much i've had so much fun today
0: That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Zen Success is also available on the radio in select markets through amfm247.com. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen Success journey. And join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen Success in life.